welcome to Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau. I'm Eric Bowl, Director of Public Affairs. Today we're joined by Kelly Smith, who is our Senior Director of Marketing and Commodities, to talk a little bit about agritourism in Missouri. Kelly, welcome. Hey, thank you very much. It's good to have you on to talk about this because this is one of my favorite things that we do here at Farm Bureau. Uh, the agritourism program is something that has been a, a labor of love for you, I think, for a lot of years. Uh, tell us about how you got started with this idea. Sure. Well, probably 15 years or so ago, we had several members come to Farm Bureau uh, that were in agritourism and wanted us to consider having an agritourism advisory committee. So that's how we kind of started. It took a couple of years for uh, our state board of, to consider that and, and to pass it. Uh, but uh, eventually that got done, and that's how we kind of started. And I was the staff advisor to that uh, group. So what, what, what was it about agritourism that made you want to get uh, this off the ground? Because it's, it's turned into such a big thing, it seems like. Well, I had a personal interest in it. I mean, we like, my wife and I, Peggy and I, like to do a lot of the things uh, that agritourism was offering. Uh, it was a chance to get out and do things together uh, that way. But it also told the story of agriculture in, in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. What, what exactly, I think this is one of the things that has always been sort of hard to uh, define, though, is what what is agritourism? How do you define that in in the context of what we do here? Um, Well, kind of maybe a short way to do that. Agritourism uh, is a way for farmers that are trying to attract people to their farm uh, to to get a stream of revenue from them for something that they're doing on the farm. And what what are some of the best examples of of what that looks Uh, like? Well, some of those examples, I mean, probably the one that everybody recognizes, pumpkin patch and corn mazes. Uh, are the are the big ones, and you know we see more and more of those popping up everywhere. You think that market might get saturated, but it just does not seem to. Uh, on farm bed and breakfast, you pick berry operations, uh, orchards, uh, fee hunting and fee fishing, uh, agritourism. Uh, with that on farm lodging, bed and breakfast, uh, and that is a growing sector uh, that farmers need to think about. They think they have an old uh, house back on the back four that they can't do anything with, there are people willing to pay good money to come and stay at a place like that just to get out into nature. Yeah, definitely. I've, one of my good friends from uh, back when I was in school is currently he and his wife are building a couple of tree houses to rent out. And you wouldn't believe the amount of money that you can get on a really regular basis for something that seems like you're, you're out in the middle of nowhere, but people want that right now. People want that. They want to get away from everything. Um, and even people don't care uh, if they have Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> they're wanting to get away from things. Now, some people want Wi-Fi. And, you know, when you think about lodging, you think about having to serve them breakfast the next morning. Uh, that does You don't have to. If you've got, they've got a refrigerator there, you can stock it with uh, the breakfast items. And people really enjoy cooking their own breakfast when uh, they are out and about. Yeah, and one of the things that I think um, is is one of the biggest elements of agritourism that a lot of people don't think of as being in that category sometimes is is grapes and wines, though, right? Uh, in Missouri, we've got a huge uh, industry surrounding that. Yes, we do. Uh, we have a lot of fine wineries across this state. 
Um, a lot of them grow their own grapes. Others uh, buy the, the grape juice and, and then make the wine. Uh, but those are always popular destinations, and they've gotten to be popular year-round and not so much just in the fall. Yeah, definitely. So, well, one of the um, ways that we work with agritourism uh, people who want to get involved in agritourism, I should say, is um, the annual agritourism conference. Now, uh, how long is it that you've been uh, putting that on? This will probably be about the eighth conference. The very first conference uh, we had, we had to cancel because of heat. Uh, it was just a terribly hot, dry summer, and people were not in the mood to do anything. Sure. Uh, and then last year we had to cancel. So if we would throw those two things in, it's probably about the ninth or tenth year mm-hmm. uh, of doing this. Well, and, and every year you kind of you move it around to a different part of the state, right? Right. We do move it around, uh, and mainly we move it around because of the bus tour. Mm-hmm. Everything we do at the Agritourism Conference is focused on trying to help the agritourism venue owner get better, trying to help them learn, uh, and they learn best, really, from other uh, agritourism owners Mm -hmm. uh, with that. And that's why we try to pick out uh, unique, number one, unique uh, operations when we go on tour, but also good operations that they're doing a good job. and, uh, And we hope that everybody is able to pick up new ideas to take home. Yeah, and, and I've been to the last couple of them you've done in person, and it's just been great. Um, I don't personally run an agritourism uh, venue, but it was just so much fun and so interesting to see the different ways people have found to, to make a little extra money. It is, and you mentioned the word fun, uh, and that's really what agritourism is, is, uh, you know, fun family destinations, Yeah, uh, you know, with that. And um for the people that are inviting people out to their farm, it is a true labor of love uh, for that. It's just something that they want to do personally. They enjoy having people out. They enjoy uh, educating people about agriculture. Uh, but most of all, they enjoy uh, giving people the experience that they are getting. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the the uh, 2021 Agritourism Conference is coming up. That's why we wanted to talk with you about this in advance of that. Uh, just here in a few weeks. Um, this year it's going to be in Rolla, in kind of the south central, southeast part of the state. Uh, east central, south central. It's kind of all in between those spots, I guess. But uh, Rolla has a lot of agritourism around it. Um, wh- when is it, what are the dates of the conference sure. and, and where is it going to be held? This year's conference will be July 25, 26, and 27. That's a Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, it will be held in Rolla. And the hotel and convention center uh, that we will be using or conference center will be Comfort Suites Conference Center uh, just off I-44 there in Rolla. Great. And uh, what's is there like a registration fee if somebody wants to participate? There, yeah, you do need to register for the conference. Uh, you can walk in the front door, but it really helps us on planning for meals uh, and the bus tour if we know how many people are coming. Uh, the registration fee is $125 per person. Uh, they can register at the Missouri Farm Bureau uh, MOFB.org website. That's $125 uh, per person with that, and that includes uh, the bus tour and all the meals while you're at the conference. Yeah, and that may sound like a a lot of a registration fee, but it's well worth what you get out of it. It is a really thorough conference, I think. Uh, Well, we we think it is. Uh, Thank you for that, Eric. I mean, we try hard to bring in, uh, number one, good speakers, timely topics, 
uh, with this, but things that we think that will help agritourism uh, folks uh, get better and learn from. Sure. And, and you mentioned this a couple times, but I think uh, one of the more unique aspects of this conference is that bus tour. And and like you say, the registration fee helps pay for your tour you betcha. And, and all that. Uh, tell us about that bus tour and, and what exactly do you do on that and what are people going to see? Well, we start very early in the morning. We leave the hotel at 7 a.m. We'll get back home probably around 8.30 uh, that night. We're going to go to eight different uh, stops in the area. Uh, we'll go to Pete's Pumpkin Patch, just south of Rolla, uh, and it's a traditional pumpkin patch with a lot of great ideas and uh, activities f- that other folks can learn from uh, with that. From there, we'll be traveling to the same Blue Sky Ranch, just a few miles away to that. These folks are actually new into agritourism, and they are beginning Uh, their business with that. But I always think it's great for people to know and to see that you have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, the first year or two, you may be starting from scratch. Uh, And these folks are, but when I say starting from scratch, they're a fur piece down the road Mm -hmm. uh, in developing that. But uh, they have a lot of neat ideas. Uh, They're from actually out of state. Uh, and moved back into Missouri and found this land and are doing this. And they plan to do some different types of things there that I think people will be interested in uh, with that. From there, we're going to be traveling north uh, out of Rolla, and we're going up to Pine Rock Farm. Uh, and this is a unique place. It's about, uh, you know, 20, 25 acres uh, with that. And it's actually not a working farm, but it is a couple and especially the wife that really enjoys having people come to their uh, to their farm uh, to just have fun and relax. Mm-hmm. So their niche that they are in is inviting uh, families to their farm uh, for a picnic or to do whatever they want to do. They have walking trails cut out into the woods of their farm. They keep the the uh, woodland area mowed down in places where people can, can walk out, find their own spot to be in. They have hammocks along the way. It's just kind of there's a lot of good ideas here that I think that uh, people can learn from and take back home and use on their uh, farms with that. Yeah, it is really interesting to see, even if you uh, have something very similar to what you're going to see, you're going to see a slightly different twist on how to do it. It, and, and it there's is. a lot of exchange of ideas. And, you, you know, what I like about this is as you walk in through the woods, there are just different little stops to stop and do something mm-hmm. uh, or to look at that were when the day that I was there for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of made me smile as I, uh, you know, walked on through there. So it really kind of lifts your spirit. Yeah. Uh, and besides just inviting people out, um, they do a lot of ag education activities on making jellies and butters, uh, you know, teaching you about nature and the outdoors uh, with that. And they focus on a different audience that most agritourism people on attracting to their farm that most folks don't. And so that's why I thought this would be a great place for people to go to as well and kind of learn how they have picked out the market that they are in. Yeah, it's it's always, it's a good mix of traditional, uh, like you say, pumpkin patches or um, you pick things that you typically think of, 
but then completely out of the box things. And it helps you either <laughs> do one of those or, or a mix of both, I guess, uh, come up with something new for yourself. You bet. And like many other uh, agritourism venues, they have a lot of um, schools come to their farm mm-hmm. uh, for a half a day. Uh, and that's where she got started in doing the ag education activities. Right. Uh, and now she sponsors those for just families that come out if they want to do those. So they can kind of cherry pick from a list of activities when they come out there and she'll prepare those for them. Great. What, what else is on the tour this year? Um, well, you know, wedding venues and on-farm uh, barns for events have become very popular the last mm-hmm. 10 years. So there is a brand new uh, wedding event center there, kind of north, uh, just slightly northwest of Rolla. Um, it's called the Village uh, at the Dobbler Place. And it's a unique setting uh, as well. Um, there's actually a small railroad track that runs through this property. Uh, and when you get there, it kind of looks like a small um, old western village or town, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that. Uh, and then they have built a wedding event barn. There were already two or three houses on there, so they have Airbnbs as well mm-hmm. uh, with that. But for those people that are uh, wanting to or thinking about event barns, uh, I think they'll pick up some ideas at this place. That's great. Uh, any other stops on the tour? Is that covered? Uh, that's about half of it, to be oh, honest. Oh, really? Okay. So we'll hurry here the, re- <laughs> the rest of the way. Uh, from there, we're going to be traveling over to Countryside Farms and Market. Uh, it's a uh, greenhouse farm that's located about halfway between Cuba and Owensville. Mm-hmm. And they have built three or four greenhouses out there. Uh, but they're getting ready. They're doing lots of different kinds of things to attract people uh, out to the area throughout the year. Uh, besides having the greenhouse and the activity, family activities, they also have a farm-to-market stand in Cuba itself. So they can sell from the farm or in Cuba. Mm-hmm. From there, we're going to be going over to Oak Hill Meats and Processing. And the, the unique story here is we all know that local meats have become very popular because of of the COVID issues and so forth and just not having access to, uh, to meats uh, for a while. And this is a group of six major investors, which are all farmers raising their own livestock, have gone together and purchased an existing uh, locker that had been shut down two or three years. Mm-hmm. So the story here is how farmers can work together that own livestock to own their own processing. Uh, and they, they did some unique things to do that. And the other thing I guess I message here is even though you are in competition amongst yourself with trying to direct market meat, uh, and you, they're all from that immediate area, uh, they really don't get into any each other's markets. So um, on Tuesday, the next day after the bus tour, we're going to have a panel of these guys talk about direct marketing meat and the things that they do. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Well, and that's one of the things that is so interesting about this conference is since agritourism is so local um, by by nature, by definition, um, they're all, it, there's almost no reason for anybody to hide anything from people coming to the conference. They're willing to share any tips and secrets they've got. That is what the fun thing is about agritourism is People are so proud of what they do that they are willing to share it with others, even yeah. if they might be in, in uh, 
you know, competition slightly with that. But in agritourism, you're not ever really in competition. It's always great to have several things in an area because when a person travels from an urban area or even a locally and they're making a day of it, so to speak, they need two or three or four things in an area close together that they can go and do. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to have a full day's worth to, to make it worth your trip. So, yeah, definitely so. Uh, last couple of stops on the tour, are there more on there? Uh, there is. We're going to a U-Pick blueberry, uh, blackberry, and strawberry farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that I'm excited about this, he's using new technology, and it's Ozark Berry Farm mm-hmm. uh, at Leesburg. He's using new technology in all of these things. Uh, for strawberry, he actually has – gotten plants from Europe. Uh, They bear twice a year. Um, They bear in the spring. They quit when it gets hot, and they pick back up in September and bear again. And he's using them in raised beds off the ground that are about three feet off the ground uh, and using small plastic tunnels, if you will, over the top of them for a greenhouse effect. But I wanted to be able to show that off. He's using a new technology from California. If you have a berry patch, you know you're going to be dealing with birds. And so he's using some laser technology uh, that when I the day that I was there back in uh, June, Early June, end of May, uh, I got when I got to the farm, I kept seeing these little lights kind of things just coming here, there, and yonder. And so I asked him what that was, and he kind of smiled and said, that's my new California, uh, you know, bird preventer technology. <laughs> and he said it had been working. So <laughs> need, need a squirrel thing for your uh, bird you know, feeder at home. <laughs> right, and he's also using some new trellis technology for blackberries. Mm-hmm. Um that basically the second year that you grow them, uh, you are laying the canes back in instead of growing out, and the berries grow on the outside of the canes mm-hmm. um, so that it's easier for those picking oh, that's uh, great. the berries. So new ideas there, and then we're going to end the evening at Heartland Farm, uh, which is another pumpkin patch corn maze. Uh, they also have uh, event center and wedding opportunities there as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, it's a great tour every year, but I I think this year's lineup sounds really interesting. Um, now, beyond just the tour, there's other things that happen at the conference too, right? There's a little uh, the night before the tour and then full day after that. You betcha. The night before, we kind of do what I call an icebreaker activity. Uh, it's called What Flew, What Flop. We have everybody stand up that's attending the conference, say where they're from, who they are, um, what kind of agritourism they do. And then we say, want them to share an idea that worked for them and an idea that flopped. Mm-hmm. Again, trying to highlight educational things for everybody to learn from. On Tuesday, the last day of the conference, we spend all day in workshops. We have a great lineup. I won't spend as much time talking about those. Um, but, we're, you know, safety on, if you're inviting people out to your farm, safety is of the utmost mm-hmm. uh, importance with that. So Gary Kukul with... Uh, Safety Consultants is going to come and talk about venue and guest safety uh, with that, which is always a popular topic with that, with everybody, uh, you know, with that. Uh, Farm Bureau helped uh, some a group of researchers from MU last year do some Missouri agritourism research. So they're going give, to be giving uh, some of the results of that research with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Missouri Grown Program uh, will have somebody from there talking about that. 
the Missouri Division of Tourism will be there and talking about the resources they have to offer for uh, agritourism venues. Um, Rusty uh, Rumley with the National Ag Law Center will be with us, uh, and he's going to be talking about legal considerations that agritourism folks need to be considering uh, when they're operating and organizing Uh, with that. And one topic that I'm excited about is we've been working for years with the Missouri Department of Transportation on trying to get more agri-friendly directional signage that agritourism folks can use. They're going to be there and talking about some new things that they're trying to do in that regards uh, with that. So we're making progress there. And I think that's worth attending the conference for to, to, to learn about. Mental health has become kind of a an issue that we're willing to talk about in agriculture that we used to not. So we're also going to have a local person that's been uh, talking about mental health come, and he's an actual cattle farmer. He also is a pharmacist. Uh, so we're looking forward to having that's, uh, him there. Jason Meadows, I believe, right? Yes, it is. He's Jason Meadows. A, he's been a guest on our podcast once before. It's a very, very interesting guy. So he will be uh, speaking there, and we're actually having booked for our commodity conference as well. Very so. good. Good deal. And I I believe we have a special guest on the first night as well, correct? Uh, We do. Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe has always been gracious in attending uh, the conference. Part of what Lieutenant Governor does is tourism uh, with that. And since we were going to be having it in his backyard this time, we have invited him to attend. Uh, He thinks he's going to be there, but has not 100% confirmed yet. But I'm pretty sure he will be there. Great. Yeah, and he's made it before, and it's always great to hear his thoughts since – He's got a real personal interest in this stuff, and and we love having that support. You betcha. You bet we do. Well, uh, this, again, sounds like such an interesting tour this year and and the lineup on the the Tuesday lineup as well. I think it's well worth attending if it's something anyone has interest at all in. Uh, What what else should people be considering when they're thinking about this? Well, I think the unique thing about this conference is every year we have people that are thinking about getting into agritourism come to it. And we've got 20 and 25-year veterans. So the unique thing about this conference is there's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the best thing, I think, is the opportunity for agritourism venue folks just to rub shoulders amongst their own peers Mm -hmm. uh, for two and a half days uh, with that. Yeah, there's always a lot of time to talk to other people. And when you're riding around on a bus all day, you get a lot of opportunity to bounce ideas off people and get to know them. You betcha. You betcha. So, you know, there's still plenty of time to register. Uh, We hope those that are thinking about this will go ahead and get themselves registered and help us out with – bus counts and meals and so forth uh, with that and very easy registration process on the mofb.org website or uh, you can call me kelly smith at 573-893-1416 great and yeah like you say there every year there are people who have had a, a venue for a long long time but there are also usually a number of people who are just thinking about it uh, don't even have anything started at all yet. So don't be afraid to sign up and think that you have to have a a going venue to make it to this conference. Um, So as we wrap up, we always ask a question at the end of our podcast. And um, this is something that uh, has so many unique things to it. And now you've been on, you've uh, organized eight of these actual tours, I guess. Uh, What is one of the most unique things that you've seen 
in your time uh, going around to agritourism venues? What's the one one of the ones that sticks out to you? Well, maybe the one that just came to my mind very quickly was an, a zip line. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we had that up in Ray County at Rayville uh, with that. And and the setting for this zip line was just really cool. Uh, you know, you're in the Missouri River hills mm-hmm. uh, and bluffs there. Uh, and on this particular farm, the natural resources that they had on this farm with the hills and uh, trees and rock was just very unique uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, activity that they did, you know, you think of zip lining in the day. Uh, but each year or each month during full moon, they would do night oh, zipline wow. deals. And uh, so, you know, it was unique. So, they're, yeah. they, you know, they're even trying to mix. You know, you think a zipline is a zipline, but they even have some unique things they're trying to do to make uh, people want to come back uh, at different times. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, my favorite one from uh, the, the last tour that you did, which was in the Warrensburg area, was – the uh, the farm that had it was like a, a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb where you could rent a house ah. and they had alpacas and llamas and stuff walking around in the yard that you could like feed while you were renting the house for the weekend. That was a popular stop uh, that year. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one thing we don't think about. And, and the Airbnb he's talking about actually was the upstairs of her home. Yeah, that's uh, right. It wasn't a separate building. So here you're allowing strangers uh, on a weekly basis, uh, you know, to come into your home and share your house with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their family loved it, uh, and uh, the alpacas were, were fun. Yeah, it was really a unique thing, that's for sure. All right, well, Kelly Smith, our Senior Director of Marketing and Commodities, thanks again for joining us, and uh, definitely encourage people to go to our website, mofb.org, to sign up for the Agritourism Conference or to give Kelly a call here at the home office so you can get you more information. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, Eric.